as our practice has been, the third Sunday of every month, we've had our elders kind of come and give an update. We've been giving you a lot of information over the last few weeks, but Bill, come and give us an update uh, from the elder board as well. Hey, we, are, uh, we are really excited uh, at the church here, and I know some of you, a lot of you, were at the meeting after church last week to hear a little bit more detail about uh, Scott and Adrian, but some of you weren't. Um, I wasn't, for one. And so I thought I'd maybe catch you guys up a little bit so everybody's kind of on the same page and, uh, and knows where we are. But we are getting really excited. Uh, we've gone through a long process, as most of you know, uh, starting out with um, lots and lots of interviews. Uh, we started looking at resumes, uh, you know, a long time ago, looked at, you know, probably 40 different resumes from there, narrowed the field down. Uh, we had Denny send out this 20-page questionnaire to all of the candidates, and they filled out volumes and volumes of information, which to those of you who came last week, uh, that got passed out to, to some of you, so you know how extensive that was. Uh, we looked at education background. Uh, we looked at experience. We listened to lots and lots and lots of sermons from, uh, from all these uh, different candidates. And from there, we narrowed down to four uh, excellent candidates. And we had all of those candidates come here on campus. Um, a couple of them we had to fly out here. A couple of them were able to drive. And we spent, you know, a better part of an entire day with them. We spent time with their wives, um, you know, really, really digging down and drilling down as much as we could. And from there, then we had kind of a decision to make. And we wrestled and we prayed. And you guys prayed for us. And we invited you into that process of, of just praying for us and and you guys really did, and God really worked through that whole process. At the very beginning of this search process, we had some criteria, uh, and they weren't necessarily hard and fast, but they were things that were important to us. We said, for example, that we'd prefer a younger uh, man because we're committed to reaching the next generation, and we, we need to reach that generation here in, uh, in Agora in the Caneo Valley. And uh, so we, we preferred a younger person. It wasn't a, an absolute criteria, but that was, that was something that we said we, we really wanted. We needed an authentic leader, uh, somebody that could relate to our culture and could relate to uh, this generation of, of people in our culture and also could lead us individually in an authentic walk with God. Uh, we were looking for somebody who was a leader. Somebody who had demonstrated leadership. Roland always said, you know, ask, ask, what have they grown? What have they led? You know, where have they succeeded in the past? Because some people have a knack for leadership. Some people, you know, what they touch, it just grows. And so that was something that we, we absolutely had as a criteria. Uh, and finally, you know, one of the things that Roland really helped us with was understanding that we have kind of circled inward a little bit as a church, and we are committed to circling outward. We are committed to reaching out and, and impacting our community and impacting uh, the world around us and realize that we weren't doing a great job with that, and we were absolutely committed to getting somebody who could do that. I heard a statistic recently, only 10% of Christian churches in this country are growing. Of those, only 2% are growing by reaching unchurched people. The rest is just people in churches shifting back and forth and back and forth, like waves coming in and out, you know, at the beach, and nothing really, nothing really happening. And we do not want to be one of those 98% of churches that are not reaching the community. So we are absolutely committed to that. 
And as a result of all of that funneling and all of that processing and all of that prayer, the elders were unanimous in inviting Scott and Adrian to come out and to candidate uh, here at, at ABF. And what that means is that we've made a decision that we believe that Scott and Adrian are the people that God wants for us. Uh, the candidating process will introduce them to you. And some of you in the congregation, the staff, and then some of the, the elders at large have met them already, but we're going to have them come out for a week. Uh, they're going to come out on January 28th on a Monday, and they're going to stay the entire week, and then Scott's going to preach the following Sunday on February 3rd. Uh, during that week, John has put together a very ambitious schedule for them. Uh, you know, they will, be, they will be meeting the leaders. Adrian will be meeting with the women. Uh, they will be at Awana on Tuesday night. They will be at uh, dinners and meetings with people just about every night of the week. Uh, there's some time there for house hunting, and uh, they're going to be going around with, uh, with one of the realtors in the area looking at, at houses and trying to figure out, you know, what, what that might look like. Uh, John has them very busy. We want to expose them to everything about the church, and short of just the wheels totally coming off, we just, like I say, we want to introduce them to you. We want to... Um, introduce you to them, and from that point then, we would expect that they would come in mid-March uh, mid uh, to, to join us permanently. And so uh, I want to thank you for all of your prayers. I, you know, we have asked for that over and over again, and we've really been blessed. We've known that you've been praying for us. Um, this is a huge thing, and we are just enormously excited. Scott is a guy that is, is optimistic. He is enthusiastic. He has a huge heart for the lost. His educational background is in spiritual formation, which there's this guy, Dallas Willard, around that some of you may have heard about, um, you know, who's one of the kind of pioneers in, in spiritual formation. Uh, John Ortberg is a leader in that area. It's really focused on an authentic walk with Christ and, and growing from the, this is the last song that Chad just did, you know, it's all about growing from the inside out. And that's what Scott is really, really good at. He has a huge heart for the lost. He's worked at two of the largest churches in America and, and had ministries just grow like crazy under his, um, under his young adult uh, leadership, which is where he has served in those churches. And uh, so he is a man who has grown things. He's a man who's a leader. Uh, he is a man who is just an authentic person. And nobody's going to be the perfect pastor, right? So we need to embrace him. We need to put our arms around him. We need to give him grace. We need to support him. Um, and John is actually going to be doing a few series, a few sermons between now and then, as well as Denny, talking about how do we get ready for the next pastor. And it's going to be a good time. So I encourage all of you to be here over the next, uh, over the next weeks, especially on February 3rd when Scott's preaching. But, uh, you know, from now until uh, till mid-March, every message is going to be really important in helping us get to the right framework uh, for ourselves so we're ready to receive uh, Scott and Adrian, and uh, continue to pray. Pray for them and be involved in this, uh, in this whole process. John? That's exciting, and uh, one other criteria is you needed to be bald if you uh -huh. want to serve here. It was, it, it was funny that uh, three out of four candidates had no hair and one was losing his hair, um, re regardless of age. And, um, you know, as we even think about how we prepare uh, in the weeks and months ahead, or weeks ahead actually now, isn't it? Next week, we're going to take some time to be very focused on being right with God. And I just want to give you a heads up a week in advance to think about what you and God are doing with each other as you prepare 
to receive a new pastor. Psalms 51 says a broken and contrite spirit is what God is looking for. And in all the hoopla of all the stuff that can capture our attention, it would be not good of us to be personally, spiritually prepared before that week. And so I want to give you a heads up next week. I want you to come ready to do business with God. It's not often that I tell you to prepare a week ahead of time for something that's going to happen a week later. Some of you I'm asking that maybe you'll even fast that weekend, coming ready so God can speak directly to your heart. Because we know that in any great adventure, Satan would love to torpedo this. He would love to get us to get our mind on things that aren't the main thing. We want to keep the main thing the main thing. And that is there is a lost world that needs Jesus Christ. And he uses you as his ambassadors to share the love of Jesus Christ through the workplace, in your neighborhood, through your friendships. And I want you to get ready to be personally prepared. One of the little cool things that has happened along the way when we're saying, hey, what do you want to preach on when you're here, you know? I know you got, you know, one of those sermons that are like, oh, that would be the greatest. And he goes, I loved his response. He said, where are you preaching? And I said, well, I'm in Colossians. He goes, okay, well, what's the next section in Colossians? I said, well, it'll be Colossians 4, 2 to 6. He said, say that again? I said, Colossians 4, 2 to 6. He said, that's the passage I'm teaching in my young adult group. I've been assigned that section. I'm doing chapter 4. He said, do you mind if I do it here? I said, that's awesome. Even God prepared where he would be preparing his heart for where we would be in the book of Colossians. So little things like that have just reinforced that God's hand is on this place. His hand is on our kids, on your marriages, in your homes, and in this church. 